Welcome to this week's episode of Frontier and Center, where we discuss frontier tech. I'm Gene Munster from Deepwater Asset Management. As a reminder, frontier tech are the technologies and themes that we're going to be changing our lives over the next five years. And by definition, frontier tech is dynamic. It changes as different technologies start to become more important to our lives. So for example, AI is a bigger component of frontier tech than it was five years ago. But this is the most cutting edge themes and that's what we wanted to discover, look beyond the Magnificent Seven in tech. And as we begin each episode, we talk about the LOUP, Deepwater Frontier Tech Index. That ETF is year to date. Uh, up 2%. That compares to the NASDAQ that's up 5%. And since inception, LOUP is up 69%. And each week we discuss one of the companies in the ETF. And this week we're going to highlight Unity Software. That's ticker U as in uniform. This is a $13 billion market cap stock. It is basically flat over the past year and is down significantly from its peak in 2021. Unity was caught up in a lot of the excitement in 2021 and peaked at a $72 billion market cap. So this is down 80 plus percent year over year. And while I don't believe we're going to see that kind of market cap in the next three years, I do believe that the shares are undervalued. And we'll jump into why that is. Uh, Unity has two businesses. One is called Grow Solutions, which is an advertising business. And second is the Software Solutions. And we're going to start with Growth Solutions. It's actually the least exciting part of their business. It is two-thirds of their revenue. And this advertising business basically allows game developers to put ads in their games. And so when you see a page takeover ad when you're playing a game, uh, that would be an example of their software, excuse me, their Growth Solutions. Or if you're playing Duolingo, for example, and watch an ad to level up on your points, uh, that would be an example of a Unity-based, uh, uh, some of their growth solutions. And so uh, this business, well, it's a sizable part of their revenue. It's really hit and miss in terms of uh, its performance on a quarter-to-quarter -quarter basis. When times are good, this business really goes well. And when times are bad or there's some changes to platforms like what Apple did with IDFA, it can have a major impact on the stock. And what we've seen over the past year in particular is that there's been some wild variations in the stock. And I counted uh, there 17 times in 2023 that the stock was up or down more than 15% over a short period of time. And the uh, there's actually nine of those it was down and the other eight it was up. And so it's this, been this seesaw battle, which isn't very reassuring, but part of the reason for all this seesaw is related to investor anxiety around what is going to happen with their their grow business. And so we're not going to spend a ton of time talking about that, but just say is that I think that this business largely doesn't produce a lot of value for the company. And the good news is they've had a recent leadership change and are focusing more on their what I see as their core business, their biggest opportunity, which is their software solutions. And so that's one third of revenue. That's growing right around 10%. Uh, I think that that will reaccelerate next year, which we'll get into in a minute. But I want to take a step back and explain what their software solutions are. 
these are tools that 70% of the top games on iOS, 70% of those game developers use to build their applications. So uh, this is something that it is uh, from a market share perspective. For most of the games, they use Unity software. Apple talks about Unity often when they have different product announcements and partnering with Unity. Their biggest competition is the Unreal Engine, and that's owned by Epic Games. It's, of course, the Fortnite producer. And when uh, we think about Unity, it's think of this as kind of the mass market uh, opportunity versus what Unreal is doing, which is some of those higher end AAA games. And what makes uh, the Unity engine and their software development so special is that it's, uh, it's more affordable for developers to build their applications. It also makes it easier for them to distribute their applications on multiple devices. Each iPhone, for example, each different operating system that people are on the hardware needs little tweaks to make sure that these games are running properly, and Unity does a great job of that. And so that's the, that's the software solutions business, and the reason why we're excited about that business longer term is we think the number of digital assets that we're going to have in our lives, whether it's through gaming, whether it's through in-car entertainment, whether it's through spatial computing, what Apple's building in Vision Pro, the number of those digital assets is going to increase over time as people want more immersive, whether it's 2D or 3D compute experiences. And Unity is going to be a clear beneficiary of that. Last fall, they made a change in their software solutions business where they changed how they are charging customers. And that didn't go over very well. And specifically, as they announced that some Developers who have free applications will be charged for using Unity. They've ended up reversing that, and they have changed their CEO since then. The new CEO, uh, Whitehurst, is next level. He comes from Red Hat and has taken that off the table. But they did leave on the table this opportunity to be aligned with developers and build a more sustainable subscription business on their software solutions. And specifically, what they're doing is uh, sharing in the profits with uh, some of these developers. And they take a 2.5% cut of uh, revenue for developers over a million dollars. And so that is uh, going to start to take effect. That new runtime model is going to take effect in a new Unity engine that's going to be out in the middle of this year. And so we should start to see that benefit in 2025. And so that's one of the reasons why I talked about that 10% growth, why I believe that that can ultimately accelerate next year is because of the benefit of some of these changes they've made around better aligning interests. So Unity wants these games to succeed. The developer wants them to succeed. They both win, and Unity will participate along the way. So that's Unity. Big picture here is this is an opportunity to invest in the concept of more immersive computing with a picks and shovels company that is the leading market share when it comes to building these picks and shovels for the majority of games and applications beyond games. And on behalf of our current episode of Frontier and Center, I'm Gene. Bye for now.